Thank you for calling to Pozzuan Associates Insurance Services. Please hold while we connect you to a representative. All calls may be recorded for quality and assurance purposes. Good afternoon, DNA Insurance. I'm going to speak to Alex, please. Who am I speaking with? Uh, it's Joey Jingola. Joey. And you said your last name, I'm sorry? Jingola. All right. One moment, please. Thank you. Dopazo and Associates Insurance Services appreciates your call. Please stay on the Mr. Jingola. Alex, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, buddy. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Um, I think that that mindset, that mindset came, I think it came from my grandfather. I think that's how he ran his business. So I don't think we've ever done it differently. We've adjusted throughout the years. You know, when you when you start, you know, I could tell you that the first month, uh, our binder book had three, you know, three entries. Obviously, then our, our standards were slightly different than, than what they are today. But from, from the get-go, we've always looked for people who want to do business with us. We don't, like I said, we do SEO. We don't do uh, pay-per-click. Uh, we've never done cold calling. We used to do direct mailers. We always tried to find ways of people who want to buy insurance. People who want to buy insurance? That's crazy. How's my good buddy Alex DePazzo of DePazzo and Associates down in beautiful Miami, Florida? And I mean, just crazy thought, right? Let's find people who actually want to buy the thing you're selling. That's insane. Why would we want to do that? But what Alex is talking about is what was instilled in him from his grandfather and you know, kind of the way that they always did business. And you noticed Alex dropped oh so subtly that, that word mindset, right? And his grandfather kind of set the stage, set the tone for how the agency was going to operate moving forward. And it was really about doing the things that were going to attract the people that you wanted to do business with. Now, uh, Alex says, hey, they don't do cold calling. I mean, not bad, Alex. Uh, they did some direct mail, but they are, they've always tried to stay ahead and do the activities that get them the business. And I think we often don't give ourselves enough credit to think that the way that we want to do business or the people that we want to do business with uh, is valuable enough for it to have any sort of lasting impact. There, there's this pressure to kind of do things the way that we think they need to be done in order to do the business that other people think that we should be doing. And I mean, that's up to you. I mean, run your agency however you want. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're not happy with the way that you're attracting the business and the people that you are bringing to your door, then it's not going to be a whole lot of fun when you have to walk out because those people will be driving you crazy all the time. And I think it's obviously easier for you know somebody in Alex's position because you know this goes three generations deep where somebody has already set the stage, set the precedent of it's okay to want to have this from an agency where you know you might be two, three, four generations in where there might be a completely different precedent, different kind of tone, attitude, approach that has been set from the start, and it's definitely not that. So what do you do? How do you change it if you maybe are in a position to 
make those decisions maybe to maybe make some of those changes to ever so slightly maybe shift to away from getting business any way shape or form that it comes to you to ultimately figuring out a way that you can attract the people that you ultimately not just want to do business with but also want to buy the product that you're selling but alex how'd you do it i'll break it into right so pre-internet post-internet because our our agency changed quite a bit once we started doing the seo we've 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 been doing that probably actively now for about seven or eight years you know before we were i think a bit hungrier, for, for lack of a better description. I mean, we would, we would be much more willing to talk to folks. We had a storefront. It, you know, we used to go visit clients. And, you know, it was, we were maybe trying to chase larger accounts. But we, we saw that there just wasn't, we weren't growing enough by doing that. Uh-oh. You mean you weren't, you know, growing the agency, doing the things that everyone told you you should be doing, and then you decided to do something that... Um, you know, you thought might work a little bit better. It's crazy. You had a storefront, you were willing to go visit clients. These are all the things that, you know, you think you're supposed to do as an insurance agent. And, you know, I'm just, it's asking yourself the question, is this type of business allow for these type of activities, right? Is it profitable? Is there enough margin in the commission, the sale, the time, whatever, to allow that thing to happen? Just because somebody wants it, just because you think you're supposed to do it, doesn't mean it actually makes sense from, you know, like a business standpoint. Because, I mean, yes, running an insurance agency is a little bit of a little bit of a business, as much as we try to fight that from time to time. But I'm not going to judge. Do what you do. Uh it's those activities that you know we have long held on to that maybe don't support the type of business or maybe it's the business that has run away from us and it does not support what we do anymore and maybe it's just our kind of our job to kind of realize what's going on you know kind of like when you're in that bad relationship and you don't know you're in the bad relationship you're like wait a second this person is actually making me a terrible person and i need to distance myself from them and I just, you know, it's like abusive and like looking for a shelter and all those things, you know, it's just terrible. Maybe that's what's happening. That's probably a little extreme. I don't need, we need to go to, anyways. So it's in this realization that we can understand that it might be our job to change the customer's behavior in some way. Yes, it might not be the way that they expect it or it's always been done, but it's okay because somebody's gonna have to do it and alex says hey listen they've been doing this thing this seo thing for seven eight years and if you notice anybody that's doing seo and they've been doing it for seven eight years they feel a little more confident in the situation right they're like yeah i'm doing seo and they're not saying like oh my god this seo thing doesn't even work side note we're not going to get into that but uh it's the idea that you can change consumers behavior expectations and just because the guy down the street doesn't do it just because i mean well in this case alex's grandfather was you know i don't know he was ahead of his time he well, like i don't know if he was actually Anyways, the the idea that something can be changed, that you can make a realization that it's not the way that it's always been and it's the way it always needs to be is, I don't know, it's kind of powerful. It feels liberating. I'm feeling slightly liberated myself at the moment to understand that if Alex is saying that they were not growing and thus they needed to do something different, we're going to get in a little bit of that in just a second, then you have to do something different. You have to figure out a way to sell the business that you want or can sell in a way that 
it actually allows you to grow. And that asking, you know, kind of putting those two things together is something that are maybe more aggressively at odds than they necessarily should be in a lot of agencies. And there really isn't a whole lot to dispute, right? The numbers, the the facts, they don't necessarily lie. It's, hey, um, maybe it's because we don't have sort of a, a dollar for dollar valuation. Like our time is worth X. If we had such kind of information analytics data to base these inf- you know these decisions on then we would be able to kind of maybe more willingly accept them but because we feel it's a relationship business and whatever we need to do to make that relationship stronger uh, is kind of what we've always used to justify these behaviors and the behaviors are what get us in trouble if we're not constantly looking at that business that you know, we have refused to necessarily leave or it has left us. Because when we start to look at these things, when we start to take a hard look at what's happening, why it's happening and what we can actually do with it, then it's really just a matter of, as Alex says, you know, finding people that want what we do. But more importantly, it allows you to figure out who you ultimately want to work with. Um, that's why we, we started, you know, on the website and, and uh, started trying to work in SEO and trying to, you know, generate referrals outside of our immediate area. Also, South Florida is a really, really hard place uh, to find coverage uh, for folks because it's very, very expensive. You know, most folks are doing something that would most general liability carriers would deny. So we realized we also had to get out of, uh, of South Florida and website allowed for the entire state and so on and so forth. So when we started making that change, it's really when I think we realized, okay, we don't need to chase this type of business. That's just not profitable for us. We need to chase this kind of business. And when we do, we've got to be able to work with carriers who allow us to be able to be, you know, quoted quickly, bind, you know, issues, so on and so forth. And we started realizing the type of customer we want to do business with. You slipped it in there, Alex, really quick. I don't know if everybody picked up on it. The third and final kind of piece to this whole puzzle that we're kind of assembling on how you can do the thing with the people that you want to do it with and have them also be appreciative of everything that's happening. That is, you figured out a way to flip the script, change the way things are done. You found the people who want to appreciate and or just at least not yell at you and tell you that you're a terrible human being in the process, fine. But now ultimately when all of that is done, what needs to happen is you have to have the companies that are ready to take it when it's good to go, right? If that part falls down, if again, if you're not looking ahead and, and uh, I mean, I think this is common knowledge. I don't think I'm, I mean, I don't think this is groundbreaking stuff here, but I feel like sometimes we forget the appetite piece of it and where the business is ultimately going to go. And do we have the best thing for that best carrier? Maybe it's okay. Maybe it's tolerable, whatever it is, but we just forget that maybe, or let's put it this way. Maybe we think about it, but we don't think about how great it can be. Um, Oftentimes it's, yeah, it's not bad, but is it good? And just because it's not bad doesn't mean it can't be better. And that's kind of what I think you know, maybe Alex is getting to, and I think what uh, it would be kind of interesting to see what would happen if maybe more of us across the industry just kind of took a good look at what we had available to us at the end of the line, who's willing, who's ready, and who's the most excited to kind of get in and get after this business that we have worked so hard to attract in a way that we like, they're okay with, 
And it's also going to make us a decent amount of money in the process. Sounds pretty magical. I mean, I'm kind of a fan right now. And it's these these questions that we don't necessarily ask enough or at least evaluate on any sort of let's maybe maybe we can all sort of make up like a national insurance like let's take a look and see who's doing what sort of day and then we could all just kind of double check each other and say hey wait a second just hold on alex because uh, you probably shouldn't sell this anymore because it's just it's not working maybe maybe let's just tag team it we'll just kind of buddy up and uh and we'll just kind of everybody have a person that looks at their business and says uh, you know, let's let's just not sell that anymore because here's here's what happened since the last time you actually paid attention to the way it needs to be sold. And I'm curious. I'd like I'm just curious, just if you have any sort of instance in which you have, let's say, dictated the terms in which you know business needs to be changed and or kind of change that behavior. Let me know. Joey at agencynation.com. I'm kind of curious. I'd like to know if there are more people out there that have kind of decided, listen, I know that this is how it's been done, but we have to do it this way because kind of fill in those sort of, let's just say it's like a fifth grade test, right? Let's just two fill in the blanks. Let's just make that happen. Seems like a good idea because if we don't, then I think we're going to continue down the path of, of trying to be too random, too sporadic, doing business with people that don't really excite us, that don't get us going, that don't make us feel that great about the thing that we are doing. And when that happens, then we're not ultimately able to deliver the best possible experience to them and to the companies. So everybody wins. All right, I think we need to have a serious conversation about what is above your stove. I mean, because let's be serious right now. I don't know about you, but there's just, I don't even know what's back there. I'm kind of afraid to look because I don't ever, really. I just got the first three things that are when I open it, salt, pepper, maybe a dash of oregano. That's it. I'm done with my spices. I don't really venture outside. I don't get really into like the, uh, you know, the times and the, uh, the rosemaries of the world. That's not really my, not really my speed, but I'm just curious if you have quite the, the jungle of expired items just hanging out in the back of your shelf above the stove because I was thinking about it today as making uh, doing a little little breakfast for the kids and I just thought I don't even think there's just it's such a wasted space I mean there's like Christmas salt and pepper shakers that I don't even think we use at Christmas time up there it's just absurdity upon absurdity that lives up there I don't know how it even gets up there because one I mean you know most people in your house probably can't reach it you might even be the only person that can get up there I mean, you know, just a bunch of expired vanilla almond extract. Is that even a thing? Almond extract? Vanilla almond? I'm not sure. Um, orange? Is that a thing? Is orange? A, I'm just naming things that I don't even know what's up there. You can tell I don't do much of the baking, but um, yes. Yes, I've got like eight packs of taco seasoning, I think, because I just buy it. It's like 89 cents. It's like, I don't know if I have any of these, so I'm just going to buy a few, and there's like 10 of them, and that's kind of it. So... Um, what's it, what's in your, is it taco seasoning? What is, I don't, I don't know. This is, this is ridiculous. What, uh, what is up above your cabinet, above your stove? Because I think it probably says a lot about you. I mean, just in a subtle kind of, these are the things that you don't pay attention to enough kind of way. So let me know, joey at agencynation.com. And we can all just kind of have a moment of like, just kind of shaming ourselves in general for one, just not keeping up with a certain aspect of our life, that being the one cabinet above our stove. And two, we can learn a lot about each other as far as, you know, just what we like to cook. Joy at Agency Nation. 
www.ethanpodcast.com. Also, if you want to learn more about something probably relative to your business, head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter. Jump on the newsletter, spend Sunday morning with me, hang out with Ryan occasionally, and just keep up to date with all things Agency Nation. agencynation.com slash newsletter.